This is Building a Website Pro with ZapQ, Michael ZapQ, episode number 007. Hello, welcome to Building a Website Pro at buildingawebsitepro.com. I am Michael ZapQ, and I just couldn't resist having a little bit of fun with the 007 number since this is uh, episode number seven here. And since I might have to wait and yeah, I'd have to wait another hundred episodes to get to 107 to even maybe think about doing that again. I decided to go ahead and do it now. So anyways, welcome. As I mentioned before to the show, I'm here to help you with your WordPress website learning and want to help you to be successful in building your own website, whether it's for yourself or for your small business, or whether you just want to refer this information that I share in the podcast and the website to someone who will do your website for you. I'm here to help in all those situations as much as I can. On this episode of Building a Website Pro, I continue with you in our discussion on WordPress themes. Yeah, speaking of themes, we got the 007 theme. Now we're going to talk about WordPress themes and uh, which themes that I recommend that you use, how you can get themes amongst all the clutter of all that's out there, and how to get them, how to install them. And in the pro pointer for today's show, I will be sharing with you a quick tip for viewing a responsive website to see what it would look like on a smaller mobile device, like on an iPhone or an iPad. Just a quick way you can do that on your computer. And also a great way to edit images on your computer. And I'll try to share, you know, a a paid version I suggest and then also a free software that you can use. And also share with you a photography site that you can use for great images, stock images that you can use for your site, both a paid and a free version. And then also a great way you can mock up website or also actually create images that you could use that you make yourself. And in this case, it's not a, not what you think it is. It's, it's not a photo, it's not Photoshop or some sort of an app like that. But it is a good way that you can quickly mock up an image or just create one yourself with very limited to no experience creating images or designs. And then I also want to share with you my free ebook, which if you go to goprogift.com, that's goprogift.com, you can get access to my free ebook. It basically just gives you a, a lot of great starting information for you to begin building your website. Now, when you go to goprogift.com, you will just need to put in your first name and an email address, and then it will automatically be sent to you as a PDF. But know that I don't spam anybody. I don't, I'm not going to bombard you with emails. I, I really just want to be able to continue to connect with you as we go on in WordPress training. And it's always going to be just information that I feel is very actionable that I would send to you in my email newsletter, you know, tips and tricks and different things like that. So go to goprogift.com and you can get the ebook and then, uh, yeah, sign up to the mailing list. In the last episode, I talked with you about the top five WordPress themes tips that I have 
I also was calling it what I wish someone would have told me about themes when I started learning WordPress. And now I'm going to just dig in even deeper and start going through the different themes that that you can use to get started on this journey of WordPress and setting up your website. And if you already have a website, these might be some great places that you can check out if you're considering upgrading or changing or just you know refreshing the look that you have for your existing website. So now I want to transition into you know actually choosing a theme and you know how to best do that and and then look at which themes that, that I actually and frameworks that I actually recommend to people. When looking for a theme, the first thing I want to say is I really do recommend getting a responsive theme. You may have heard about responsive themes already, you may not, but basically what the responsive theme does, a responsive theme will adjust and adapt depending on the size of the device. So for example, if I'm loading a website on my iPhone and it has and the website has a responsive theme, then what it will do is it will basically collapse and start squeezing things down to the right size. It'll adapt to the size of the browser window. And so this is a great way to give users a great user experience regardless of what device they're on. So if they were to look at it on an iPad or on a laptop or on an iPhone, it's going to give them more of a seamless experience and an easy browsing experience on that device. This is something that's a little bit newer. We're seeing a lot more of themes being developed with responsive capabilities just right out of the box. Now for me, if I have the choice between having a responsive theme or or one that does not have the responsive capabilities, I'm going to choose the one that has the responsive theme. I want people to be able to have, you know, a nice experience whether they're on their computer or on a mobile device. And really I Mobile is only going to increase. People are more people are going to be looking at websites and accessing the internet on their mobile device. So you know it's a growing area. So you know if you can, and the theme companies that I mentioned are going to have that capability, but some other themes don't. So just keep an eye out for that if you have the options to select responsive theme. Now, people that you know you are going to hear people talking about responsive themes you know, having more code and maybe slowing things down in some instances. And that that may be the case, you know, where, you know, it does have extra code because it's telling the browsers how to adapt based on the device. But still, I think that the benefits really outweigh the negatives if, you know, if there are to be any in terms of making, again, making the content available in a very easy palatable format. So I still recommend responsive, but just be aware that there are some people that say that that's, you know, still not their favorite solution. And, you know, there are definitely some things that could come out in the future, but right now I think that's probably the best way to go. So earlier I mentioned the two different options. You know, you might be the type of person that just says, I really, you know, can't afford to spend any more money than, than I, you know, than just getting my web hosting. I just want to get a free WordPress theme and get started and just get some content in there. If that's you, then, you know, totally fine. And maybe you want to, you know, play around a little bit with WordPress before you, you know, spend a little extra money to get the, the full, you know, full premium theme. There are a lot of really great 
free WordPress themes available, and those are all available right through the WordPress.org website. You know, you can access it through their website, but the way that I normally look through for free themes is actually through the WordPress dashboard itself. So if you log into your website, you know, your website.com forward slash WP hyphen admin, and when you're in the main dashboard area of the back side of your website. You'll want to scroll down on the left hand side where it says appearance and then under appearance you'll on the flyout menu or if you click on appearance you'll want to choose themes and then from there it of course will take you into the themes menu and there are two tabs at the top it says manage themes and then there's also install themes so if you click on install themes it actually gives you a search box right there and this is where you can actually type in you know information or choose a few different features down below there's some different areas you can check check mark if you wanted to search by color search by you know how many columns and width and different features and things uh, but basically you can type in a few keywords if you've already heard of a free theme and just hit search and it will take you into the themes database that comes from wordpress.org you know, again, a lot of really great free themes in there. You know, I've, you know, over the years just chosen to go ahead and do the paid premium themes. So I'd, I haven't really gone searching in here a lot recently. But the, the few themes that I would recommend right off the bat, you know, regardless of, you know, where we are, whether you listen to this in 2013 or several years from now, the themes that WordPress comes out with each year, those themes are going to be highly secure highly supported and they'll continue to update and upgrade them every year and those themes are start with and i think i mentioned this earlier but they start with for example 2010 was the theme that wordpress created in 2010 and then they have 2011 2012 and they're called 2010 2011 2012 2013 which just came out here this uh, late this year in 2013 and so anyways they create one theme that's directly from them. All the other free themes are from third-party developers, but those also have been, you know, basically gotten the blessing from WordPress to even be in this directory. So you know that any of the themes that you find in in this directory are going to be safe and, you know, something that you should feel comfortable installing on your website. Again, I still definitely recommend going for premium themes, but just know that if you do want a free theme, that this is a safe place to get it. Also good to note right now is that if you are looking for free themes, don't please don't do it by going just to Google or a search browser and typing in free WordPress themes because basically you don't know what you're going to get. It could come from any third-party website that you know you're going to get some that are fine and you're going to get others that could be, you know, have malware, or have viruses or other things that you just don't even want to get involved with. And so I recommend sticking with either the WordPress.org directory, just like I explained here within the dashboard, or if you have someone who said, okay, these are trustworthy websites, or if you've read around enough and you know, okay, these are you know websites that different WordPress people say are good and, and are safe, then okay, you know, you can download some of their free themes at that point. But otherwise, you know, just don't go searching the web in you know, it might look great on the outside, but you never know what you might be getting on the back side of the WordPress theme. So that's just a word of caution. And so if you're going to install a free theme 
and you know get started with WordPress, I, I recommend just going ahead and going with the latest version, you know, 2013. And that actually comes installed when you install WordPress or whatever year it is, you know, next year when you install, if you were to install a fresh installation of WordPress, it's going to come with 2014. So just whatever the latest version is. And right now I really do like the 2012, the one from last, the last version and the 2013 are both, you know, would be great themes to start with if you just wanted to, you know, get in there. And chances are one of those is already active in the theme it's already activated and and rolling in your site once you you know sign up with your web host and get started so if you wanted to then go in and do the edits you know i'll get into that in a little bit once i go through the premium themes so that's the next thing on on my list that i wanted to go through that's sort of the free side of things and then if you wanted to go for premium i'm just gonna try to give you as much information as i can you know ultimately like I mentioned earlier, I, you know, I wish that I could just say, okay, this is the theme that you should choose. And, you know, there are probably other people out there that, that would be happy to do that for you. But I, I, you know, I just, you know, I definitely have the ones that I recommend and and I'll share those with you, but it really does depend on what your goals are and what you want to accomplish with your website. And you have to do what's right for you in terms of cost and, you know, annual plans and that sort of thing. But Anyways, so that's my that's my disclaimer for now. But here's here are the different theme companies that that are the you know the top of the line, and that I think are definitely worth you know checking out. It also depends on what level you're at. You know, aside from the goals of your site, you know, a lot of it does come down to how much code you might be interested in getting into, how much customization you want to be able to make. You know, you might want to just go ahead and just take something straight out of the box. You find a theme that's close to what you want and just go with it. You know, that's, you know, that's for one type of person, but then there's another type of person who's a little more adventurous and wants to go something else. You know, we'll we'll cover that too. So, okay. So for the first type of person who's just ready to grab a theme and go with it, you can mostly do that with any of these themes. And the first one in the list I have here is Elegant Themes. And you can access Elegant Themes uh, by going to my website at buildingawebsitepro.com and then forward slash elegant. And that will redirect you to Elegant Themes website. And, you know, that is an affiliate link. Feel free to choose to, to you know, to go through that link or not. If you if you do go through the link, you know, I get a little bit of a commission on it, uh, but it's not going to cost any more for you. Uh, but if you don't want to use it, that's fine too. Totally understand. But I just wanted to put that out there that, you know, the links I'll share, you know, are affiliate links, but these are companies that I trust and that I, I truly recommend, you know, whether you use my affiliate links or not. So just wanted to be transparent about that. So Elegant Themes, they have a whole host of different themes that you can choose from. And at the time of this recording, I think it's 86 different themes that they offer. And basically the way they have their pricing plan set up is that it's $39 for the year, but it's more of a subscription model. And so for a personal account, you can spend $39 for the year and it would just be, you get access to all 80 some of their themes. So, I mean, that would be a great opportunity if you wanted to try out a few different themes and see, you know, how they work and find one that you really like, you know, that might be a great option for you. They also have a developer plan 
again, these are all at the time of the recording. The prices are going to change and everything, but these are the current packages that I'll run through for these different companies. So anyways, that was a personal. The developer, they're selling $89 for annual access, and then they also include plugins and a Photoshop document files, which gives you basically the, the raw files that you can use in Photoshop to manipulate and more customize the theme. And they also have a lifetime access option for $249 one time, and you you know get everything. Now, I said that it was a subscription because what you'll find with several of the different companies uh, now is that they will give you basically a year access to updates to the theme, and sometimes it's just a year support, but then after that you wouldn't be able to up update the theme you know if they come out with new releases so that's where the annual comes in you could if you wanted to you can just pay the $39 for a personal account and then have access you know however long you want and upgrade later but you know if you wanted to stay up and have support and continue that sort of thing then you would need to continue to pay each year the second one on my list is the Genesis framework and you can access information about that by going to buildingawebsitepro.com forward slash Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S. And the Genesis theme is about $59.99. Well, that's Genesis only. Uh, Again, Genesis is an example of a framework where you they have their core framework, but then they also have the themes that go along with it. So most of the things you'll see on their website it's just that it'll be the framework it'll say plus you know the framework plus the theme to go with it and you choose which theme you want and then you just order it all together and then as they come out with new releases for their framework you update the framework without affecting the theme that you've downloaded so it's just a great way to future proof your website that you can continue to get those nice updates for the framework uh, without affecting any edits that you've made to your theme so that's um, $60 just for the framework, but again, again, they usually sell them as packages, so it would be Genesis and the theme, so you know, anywhere from $80 to $100 for that. And one thing I forgot to mention with Elegant Themes, they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you're not happy with it, they'll refund your money. And I've looked into all this for all these. The Genesis framework offers a 30-day money-back guarantee. If for any reason you just weren't happy with it, you know, you have that. The third one on my list is Woo Themes, and I have several websites that I've, you know, currently that I'm using Woo Themes, and again, another one that I've been very happy with, and they have a 30-day money-back guarantee if you had any problems. You can access Woo Themes through my website by going to buildingawebsitepro.com forward slash Woo, just W-O-O. And uh, Woo Themes is, you know, one they have really have another solid framework that they have the Woo Themes framework, and then they have their themes that go on top of the framework. Solid, it's you know really quite easy to use. You can go in and make a lot of different customizations, and in all of them that I that I'm going to mention to you, you can go in and and make a lot of different customizations. If you needed to go you know more detailed and dive in more with customizations, you know it always does get into code if you needed to, but all of these companies are actually really quite efficient at giving you just quick user interface options that you can customize colors and, and images and headers and things like that. So, you know, really getting, you know, a lot of with the new themes in WordPress, just getting really easy to use. 
So the standard package from WooThemes is about $99. You get unlimited domain usage, one-year support, and upgrades for that. And they also have a developer option. And again, the developer options are going to be for people that have multiple websites or maybe you are a web developer or designer creating sites for other people. You might consider doing the developer options so that you can install it on several different computers or, well, not several computers, but install it for several different clients. So the developer option is $119 for WooThemes. You have unlimited domain usage, one-year support and upgrades, and you also get with the developer package the PSD files for Photoshop. And then they also have the WooThemes Club, and in that you get access to all of their themes and basically unlimited access there. And then they have under that club, sorry if this is getting any confusing, but they have the WooThemes Club, They have, and then under that they have the standard and developer. So the standard club would be $200 startup fee, and then they have $29 monthly after that. And the developer club is $300, well, $299 to start up, and then $39 monthly after that. And then, but with the developer one, again, you get access to the Photoshop document files. So basically, the difference there from getting, you know, so basically there's four options. You have the standard at 99, the developer at 119, WooThemes Club divided into two different things, which is the standard club at 199, developer at 299. So basically, we're looking at if you do the club option, you just get access to all the themes. That's the main difference. That's why it costs more there. All right, and moving on to Thesis. And Thesis has 2.0 plus now. I'm not sure exactly which version they're on right at the moment, but it's Thesis 2. And that has a 30-day money-back guarantee if you're if you had any trouble. And you can access that by going to buildingawebsitepro.com forward slash thesis. Just T-H-E-S-I-S, thesis. And I, I say this is for more adventurous beginners or you know people with some development experience because to really do a lot of different customizations, at least still at this point, you know, you really do have to be able to understand code and you know, I will say that Thesis is really good. They do have a great support community, and they have documentation in terms of, you know, okay, if you wanted to move one element on your website from one to the left to the right or add some columns or, you know, move the header above the nav menu or vice versa, you know, things like that. There is code that they provide that you can put in there. But, again, it's a little more advanced. It's not something that I would recommend for someone who's, you know, more of a beginner and just wants to jump in with WordPress. Thesis 2 may, you know, I'm sure it'll continue to improve and I may change my mind on that, but right now I think it's a little bit for more people that are, again, more adventurous. Uh, But the basic package there is $87 for one site for one-year upgrades and support. For the professional package, it's $197 for lifetime upgrades, and you also get a few extra skins, which are essentially, like, different themes and different looks for the site. And then the there's the basic plus, which is $164 for one site, one year upgrades and support, and then you get skins. 
So basically, you know, looking at the thesis options there, it's really only giving you two. If you're going to, you're either going to do the basic or professional because the basic plus is so close to the professional price, you're probably just going to go for professional. But, you know, if you did, again, if you just have one site, you wanted to try a thesis and go for it, basic package is $87. And again, you can try all these, you know, they all have, you know, a money back guarantee. So far, the ones I've mentioned, it's, you know, 30 days or even more. So, you know, try it out. If you don't like it, you know, just go ahead and and try a different one. So the last thing that I will mention is a company called Headway. Now, to be completely transparent, Headway is not one that I've been able to try yet. And I'm I'm definitely looking forward to, you know, trying at least getting a trial account and, and playing with a little bit and see what I think and if it's something that I really do want to recommend on a regular basis to people. But I want to throw it out there because it Headway is one of the the big, I would say one of the main theme developers for WordPress right now. And they really boast about having the capabilities of just really, you know, being able to customize with a user you know, graphic user interface, you can just go in, drag a box across, okay, and then that turns into your content area, and then drag another box, and it turns into your sidebar. So it looks really interesting to me, but it's one that I haven't gotten to try, but I know a lot of people and other developers and web designer friends of mine have have gotten some success with that. So, you know, feel free to try it out. You can go to buildingawebsitepro.com forward slash headway, and I'll have all these, all this information in the, in the show notes for you. Um, so the basic package for Headway is $87 for one year for the sites that you own, or the developer package is $174 for one year in unlimited sites. And I don't know if I mentioned this yet, but the Headway theme has a 14-day money-back guarantee. So that's the one with uh, just two weeks there instead of a month like the rest of them I've mentioned. So just be aware of that if you did want to try it out, just you have to try it out quick. <laughs> all right, so so those are all the main theme recommendations that I have for you. Again, the free themes, you know, I recommend going with the WordPress themes of you know 2012, 2013, or maybe whatever the latest version is. If you're going for the paid theme, again, it's Elegant Themes, the Genesis Framework, Woo Themes, Thesis, or Headway. And I, I feel like I owe it to you to at least say, okay, go for this one. You know, like I said earlier, I wish someone had just told me which theme to go with. So I, it's hard because I like several of them, but I starting out, I would say just go with elegant themes. Find one that you really like that matches up with the kind of style and structure that you want and just go for that one. You know, it's $39 and you can have access to 84 six plus of all their themes, you know, and just start playing with it. So that's probably where I would start. If you're, you know, if you've maybe been using WordPress a little bit and you're still trying to find a theme that that you're happy with, you know, again, Genesis and Woo themes are two other ones that I would highly recommend. Genesis, yeah, they're both just, they're both just really solid themes and great support. So I would feel confident, you know, I feel confident all of them, but I feel confident referring you to those in particular. And I know that was a lot of information, you know, it took me a little while to pull it together, but I wanted to at least, you know, present it to you, you know, with as much detail as I can. And I know I could go a lot deeper with all of them, but, you know, this is just a, a, a quick way just to get you started. And that's the important thing to get started. And so, 
you know, I think I'll go ahead and put this into a formatted PDF for you, just so you, you something that you can download and that you can refer to again, because that's a lot of information to try to get an audio format. So just go to the show notes for this episode and uh, drop your name and email in the contact form there and uh, you'll sign up to my list, my newsletter, uh, which I include, you know, great information every month. Right now it's not every week. Eventually I might get to that point, but just any useful information that I can share with you is through there. And I'll make sure if you sign up through there that you can get access to this PDF for all those themes sort of a breakdown there. So I discussed some of my favorite free theme options, and then I went through a lot of my favorite options for premium WordPress themes. And it would be remiss of me if I didn't mention really the third option would be to actually pay a web designer or web developer to custom create a theme for you. This is an option that you would consider if you really have more of a budget, that you want something that's totally custom designed to fit your needs, and you just really want to have someone take over and and put it all together for you. I won't lie to you, you know, paying for a custom designer to do a website for you is not going to be cheap. You know, I I could toss out some numbers out there, but it's really not going to make, it's not going to help you that much because it depends on where you live around the world and you know what year it is of course right now when i'm recording it's 2013 things could change quite a bit it depends on what level of experience the web designer or web developer is that you hire you know there are so many different factors involved and and ultimately it still comes down to to what it is you actually want them to do you know one of the great things that you have with the existing wordpress themes even if you pay for a theme is that you can get that you know, out of the box and ready to go. And that saves you a lot of time if you do it yourself. If you hire, if you hire a web designer to do it for you to get a theme and then even just customize a little bit, you know, that can still be a lot cheaper than if you just pay someone to, you know, completely create something from scratch for you. So now I want to at least give you a number, you know, even though there's a lot of different variables to consider but if you were if you're an individual looking for a basic site and you want someone to put it together for you and now this would be actually with an existing theme you're probably looking at at least $500 if you're looking for something that's actually custom designed from scratch for your needs and you're just an individual then you might be able to do it as you know inexpensively as a thousand but if you're more on the business side and you actually want to really develop a you know a website with a lot of different features and options you know you well, a lot of web designers aren't going to even look at it for anything less than a couple thousand dollars you know as much as $10,000 for even something that's more basic but that would still be custom so hopefully that gives you a little bit of an idea but again it's really hard to make a lot of sense of it because there's so many different variables, but that at least gives you somewhat of a range. Now, if you do want to go the route of hiring someone to completely custom design a site for you, I personally think that you might feel more comfortable if you tried to find someone local to your area. 
just to give you that face-to-face interaction, someone that's that lives there in the area that you can go and meet in person and discuss things, that might be a more comfortable process for you if it's something that you're still new to in terms of you know, hiring someone to help you with a website. But if, if they don't think that that's a problem for you, that's fine too. Definitely you can go online and find someone that can do it for you. You know, you look at their portfolio, look at the recommendations of other people and, you know, what you can find online. You can go from there, you know, talk to them. You can still talk to them on the phone or you can do a Skype call. You still could do a face-to-face, quote unquote, uh, if you did a, you know, a Skype call, let's say. So there are a lot of options there. Now I've developed, you know, many different sites for local businesses and also for people that aren't local. If that's something you're interested in, you know, feel free to contact me. And, you know, if I'm not, you know, if I'm booked up and not able to help you, I can always, you know, try to help redirect you to someone else who might be able to help you. Always feel free to contact me on my contact page at buildingawebsitepro.com forward slash contact, or just go to the main website and go to the contact tab in the navigation menu and, you know, hit me up there. So that's about all I'll say as far as a paid custom designer for now, but just know, you know, obviously that's an option. If you're to a certain level, you want to do that, you know, go for it. So you have the free themes, you have the premium themes, then you have, you can pay someone to help you with an already existing premium theme, or you can hire someone to just go all out and do the whole site for you. So those are your main options when it comes to WordPress themes. All right. Enough about choosing themes. The next question is, how do I install themes? And I touched on it a little bit earlier. Now, the main way that you're going to install themes is probably going to be through the dashboard. But let me just lay it out there. The main three options that you have are within the WordPress dashboard. You can do it through your web host file manager, which would involve you logging into your web hosting account and then accessing your file manager through cPanel or HSphere or whatever you would log into and uploading it through there directly or through FTP. The last two ways are probably the harder ways. Uh, The first one is what you're going to use probably 99% of the time. So basically to install a theme, let's say you were going for the free theme. Again, you would go through the, you can go through the search option Um, Or just, you know, again, if you're going through the free one, you're going to have at least one theme installed when you download WordPress, and you can just go with that one. But anyways, go through that search. If you go to, again, Appearance, Themes, and then Install Themes, you can choose a couple selections or type in something in the search box and then find some themes there and just start scrolling through, find one that looks interesting. You hit the Install button and then activate it. And then that will automatically make your site live with that theme. Now, if you're going to go through the premium theme option, which is what, again, what I more recommend, just, yeah, it's best just to start out with a, with a solid, great theme. That's just what I adhere to. You're going to purchase it and then download it to your computer. So it'll be in a zip file. If you're not familiar with zip files, it basically takes all the different files and puts them into one file and it's going to be a zip file, and that's what you're always going to use to upload to your WordPress website. So let's say you've 
gone to Elegant Themes and you've downloaded, you've purchased it, you've downloaded the zip file for the theme that you want, you go into, again, into your WordPress dashboard, go to Appearance, Themes, and then instead of using the search option, there's another link right next to the search that says Upload. So you can click on Upload and then choose File and then you're going to want to choose the file on your computer, the zip file, wherever you installed it, select that file, and then go ahead and open or hit OK, whatever the option is there. And then once you go back here, it'll say where you put in choose file next to that there is install now. So go ahead and install it. And it's basically uploading and opening up the zip file into your website. And then once you do that, it'll give you the option you can activate it right there. So if you activate it, it will make that theme immediately live on your site. So just be aware of that. But that's how you install a theme that you've downloaded to your computer. It's really quite simple. And then once you have activated it, you can start setting some of the customizations. Now, I will say, though, with the newer versions of WordPress, that they've given you the option that you can preview what, what the theme would look like. So you'll see under the appearance tab you'll have whatever theme is actually active at the top. So I'm looking at 2012 is active on the site I'm looking at now. And down below you'll see any other themes that you have installed. And you'll see the option there that you can activate it. You can view a live preview which is what I just mentioned. You can also just view the details about it which you won't usually need to concern yourself much with that. Or you can delete the theme. And that's deleting it just from your website and not from your computer. So again, activate. You hit the activate button. It's going to make that live on your site. If you hit the live preview button though, this is a great new feature that, they, that they've added where you can, again, preview just what the site could look like with that theme activated. I wouldn't put much weight on this because they're there are a lot of themes that take several different pieces of customization before it really looks like much of anything. So you might activate a th or preview a theme like this and it will look really like trash or so, like a lot of things are missing. Maybe even some things might look overlapped. Don't worry, as long as you've chosen a good theme, once you get in there and are able to customize a couple things, it's not going to look like that. But, you know, usually it's going to look okay unless you've really made a lot of your own CSS and HTML customizations on your existing theme. And then when you switch over to another theme, it might look a little off. But, anyways, just be aware that that might not look quite right, but that doesn't mean that the theme is broken or anything. So also under the preview screen, you have the option, customization options if you wanted to change the site title and tagline, change the navigation menu options, and you can also change what your front page or post pages are. Uh, very basic, but uh, at least gives you a little bit of a preview there. The only other thing I wanted to mention about themes in the WordPress dashboard is we I talked about the search, you know, finding some free themes. I talked about hitting the upload button there under the appearance themes tab. But there's also featured. There's featured newest and recent updates. So if you didn't know what you were searching for or how to narrow it down, you could just click on the featured link there and just start looking through some of the free themes that they have available to you right there. And then, of course, there's newest. You can see some of the newer themes that have been uploaded to WordPress.org database. And 
then I guess recently updated. So if there are themes that have been there and have been updated recently, they're going to fall in there too. So that's just, again, a quick way to find different themes that exist for free that you can go through there. So that's the, the main way that you're going to install themes on your website. As I mentioned before, the other two would be through your web host file manager or through FTP. I won't go into grave detail about that, but basically if you went through your web host, you could upload the zip file to your through your file manager, and then you could extract the zip file right there on your website. So that's one way you could do it. If you do it through FTP, you could either upload the zip file and then extract it once it's up there, or you can extract the theme on your hard drive and then just upload the folder. So again, I won't go into a lot of detail about that, but those are the other few options. Where you might want to use an option like that would be when you've done a local customization to your theme before you upload it live. So for example, if I wanted to pick a theme and start customizing it, adding, you know, different different look and feel to everything and testing it out before I put it live, I could do it on my local computer. And then if once I have the file set, I just want to upload them as they are with all the edits that I've already made. So then I would upload it that way. Especially starting out, you're just going to probably be uploading the base theme and then working with that on your website. So that was the long answer to how do I install themes. The other thing I wanted to mention was please keep your themes and and or frameworks updated and keep WordPress updated. I may have mentioned in a previous episode about the updates tab when WordPress has updates. It'll tell you in your dashboard that there are updates available. So, you know, always keep updated to the latest version of WordPress. If there are theme or framework updates, most of these companies, if not all of them, have little, well, they call them nags, but uh, reminders that you need to, that there is an update available and that you can download the update to your theme or framework. So always be very aware of those types of things. You do want to keep your frameworks especially, but the themes also updated as they are available because it helps. Basically, they're finding different things that could be security problems or maybe some of the code just needed to be adjusted for better efficiency and make your site faster. So you're going to want to have the latest versions whenever you can. You know, even if you just popped into your website, let's say, you know, you put your website up and then didn't touch it, at least jump in there I would say once a month maybe and, you know, run updates and just make sure everything's updated, plugins included. Themes and plugins both need to be updated. Now, I have heard a little bit in the news of WordPress, though, that they may be coming up with different options for this where a lot of that will be more automated. But as of this recording, that's still something that's more of a manual process that you need to update. I will add, though, that some web hosts, when you install with your one-click WordPress installation, they offer options through there that you can automatically have things updated. But again, chances are you're just going to be logging into WordPress. You'll see the update. You can just update it there. Otherwise, you know, if you are logging into your web host frequently, you find and you might see that you have an update there. You can do it there too. But I recommend just doing it within WordPress itself. So Michael, now that I've installed the theme that I want and it's in my WordPress, how in the world do I customize this thing? 
in most cases, you're going to be able to customize at least some of the options right under that Appearance tab. So, for example, the 2012-2013 themes, you go to Appearance, you click on Themes, and you'll see those in there. And you'll have options such as Customize, Widgets, Menus, Header, and Background. And these are the core WordPress options for customizing your theme. So if you just start clicking through those, uh, basically if you start with Customize, and I briefly went through this earlier with the preview option, before you actually activate a theme, you can see some of these options, but once you have activated it, it turn, it, it's called Customize. This is where you can change a few of the different colors you know, background, image, navigation, and this may change depending on which theme you have. So you can change a few different things there. Some of them might have a actually a header option right within that screen. But what I want to focus on are a couple of those main options there. And that's the, well, let's start with the menus. If you click on the menus under your theme there, you'll see several different things here. I actually debated whether to talk about it as we discuss themes. It's really going to be better to show you, but just know that this information is here that you can change in your theme. So if you have a, a navigation menu at the top of your website, this is where you can change that. And when you don't have a menu set here, WordPress basically will default to just putting the pages that you've created in that top menu automatically. It'll put those in there. But I always recommend creating a menu. You just choose a name on this screen, this menu screen here, and then start adding the pages under the menu structure yourself. So let's keep it basic. You know, if you have an about page, hopefully at this point, if not, create an about page. You'll have to do that, you know, on the side menu, go to pages and then add new and create a page that way. Because you won't see anything here if you don't have any pages created yet or categories. So just once you have the page about created, you'll see it on the left there under page under pages, and you'll click on it, and then you can you put the check mark in there next to the about page, and then hit add to menu, and that's going to put it over on the right hand side there, under your menu structure, and then whatever order you put there, you know if you have the about, and let's say you created another page called contact. You can arrange those back and forth by just clicking on the, that box and dragging and dropping it, one above the other, vice versa. And then once you have a few different things set in there, you can hit Save Menu. But make sure before you save it to check mark the box at the bottom that says Theme Locations. And in this theme that I have here, it has the option of Primary Menu. And since my primary menu is the main navigation menu at the top. I want that check marked, and that's where it will put it, basically. And then the other option that's there is that you can automatically add new top-level pages to this menu, and that will do just that. If you add additional pages, it will automatically add those for you if you have that check marked. So at this point, I would leave automatically add new top-level pages to this menu non not check marked and then have the primary menu check marked and then hit save just be aware that that menu structure is there it's really quite easy to use you can embed pages there too if you want so if you had the about page and then you wanted to put the contact under the about page in the menu you can just drag it over to the right a little bit and it will indent and that's basically putting that 
under that. It's more of a subcategory. But something to play with. Um, I will create videos that shows this in more detail, you know, as I move move along here. And, I, you know, I want you to get instant access to those as they come available. So, you know, please, you know, sign up to, to my newsletter if you get a chance. Uh, if you go to buildingwebsitepro.com, you'll see on the sidebar or somewhere on the main page there that you can sign up for the newsletter. And I'll, you know, definitely let everyone know as soon as I have some videos available. I, you know, definitely want to show all this stuff in more of a visual format. Back on the Appearance tab, we just looked at Menus. But one of the first things that you'll eventually want to put in is going to be your header image or whatever image that you would want to have that's one of the first things people see that's at the top of your website. If you click on the header option there, now I'm looking at 2012 theme here just as an example because anyone can have that installed. You have the option to preview what it looks like at the top. And on a new installation, you may just see the name of your website and you can select what image you want to use there so you can click on choose file and then you can upload an image that you have on your computer upload that there and it will put it in your header and it will usually give you different dimensions that it suggests for the header image so just be aware of that if you're developing your image or graphically designing your image or you assign someone else to do it for you, uh, someone on your staff or hire someone to do it, you know, just make sure you get the right dimensions for it and uh, you know, just let them know what the pixels by pixels are that are listed there for your site. And then the header text, you can choose to show the header text with your image or not. So either way, the image or the text will be clickable at the top of your website so that when people click on it, they can just go to back to the home page, wherever they are on your website. And you can choose the text color there and hit Save Changes, and that will be instantly available on your website. So that's the header. You may also have a background option. So you can choose the background color of your whole website, essentially. Or you can also select an image that you can use that either repeats or maybe it just shows once, depending on how big your image is or what you want. In most cases, you know, whether you use an image or not, just make sure it's not something that's too too detailed or too out there, basically so that it would be distracting or too difficult to read text that's on the page. So just be careful when choosing an image for your background especially. Solid colors are usually really good, maybe something with a gradient on it or just a subtle a light background of some sort. It can be dark, but just something that's more subtle that helps you focus on the content and not necessarily getting distracted by the background. So once you choose that, you can hit save there as well. And the other option there is widgets. And while this episode is already getting pretty long, you know, we're not going to be able to go through all the things widgets can do. Definitely save that for another time uh, or video or something like that, which will be probably even more helpful than a podcast. But just know that the widgets are notoriously known for being in the sidebar, and that's the primary region that you would be editing. Some different themes offer widget areas that are maybe below the main content areas or above or actually all over the place. But mainly where you see widgets used are just in the sidebar. So wherever you have your sidebar, whether it's on the left or the right, this is where you can go in and edit some of those different boxes or areas just to make it really modular and customizable for your website. 
you know, whether it's a search bar or whether it's showing you categories or a tag cloud, or maybe it's, you know, a product you're offering or an image of yourself where you have a, just a brief bio about yourself, just whatever you end up having there, this is where you would edit that. So that wraps up about everything I have time for for one episode in terms of, you know, what are themes, you know, things that I wish I knew about themes before I started doing my WordPress site, you know, where you can get them, how do you install them, how do you select some of the theme options and customize a little bit, and just keeping them updated, you know, making sure you're going in there at least once a month or so and just making sure you have the latest updates of things to keep your site running smoothly. After all this talk about themes and the look and visual appeal of your website, I still wanted to bring it back down and and share a final thought on themes and design. And that is this, it's that design is a multiplier of content. Design is a multiplier of content. And what I mean by that is focus on creating value for people first. You know, it doesn't matter how great and how polished your website looks. Yes, that's really important. But ultimately, that's not what matters. It, it, what does matter is the value that you're bringing through your website. Even if the website is about you as a portfolio, it's still what, what can you provide for the businesses that are looking at you or the employers. And if you are a business, you know, what, what is it that's going to make people want to stick around or what's going to make people want to come back? And it's going to be that value. What value are you providing for people? So before you get super caught up in tweaking one little extra space or something in the design that just you're just not happy with, but that's okay if you were to let it go, focus on the content and the value that you're bringing. And when you have good content, and then you combine that with a really great polished design, then that's just going to multiply the impact and the power of, of your website and of the message that you're presenting, whatever that message may be. I like this quote from Neil Patel. He's a businessman and entrepreneur that uh, is very well respected in, in the online community. And he said this, when a designer gives you a bill, what do you see it as? An expense, right? When a designer gives me a bill, I see it as an investment. For me, it is something that appreciates and helps your business grow. So while the two things I just mentioned might seem like opposing thoughts, you know, focusing on content more than design, and then also saying, well, design is an investment and can help your website grow, they really work together to form a solid website. Again, it's, it's bring value. And then when you bring value with an interesting, engaging website, it's just going to make your impact even that more strong. So today's podcast episode, we went over where you can get themes, how you can install them on your computer and onto the web, and the importance of keeping your themes and frameworks, if you're using one, updated, as well as WordPress, keeping that updated within WordPress. Isn't it time for a little more theme music? I think so. All right, today's pro pointer is on how you can see your mobile version of a responsive theme in a quick way on your computer. So I'll keep this one relatively short, but basically if you're looking at a website that has a responsive theme, and you take your web browser 
and just do it to where it's a windowed mode. You know, drag the bottom right corner or the side and start making it narrower and narrower. In a responsive WordPress theme, you'll start seeing the different columns and elements start collapsing. You might even see some of the images getting smaller and smaller, like shrinking, like your header, for example. You might see the navigation menu start, you know, collapse into one little drop-down menu, and then maybe it'll stack the words of the navigation menu on top of each other. That's some of the responsive theme action going on right there. So to see one example of this, you can actually visit my personal website at michaelzapq.com. It's just yeah, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-S-Z-A-P-K-I-W.com. And yes, I do get used to spelling that a lot. Right now, at least the time of recording, I don't have a lot on that site right now. I'm in the middle of transferring information from elsewhere and, and putting that together. But I know that I'll have a theme on there, and I do now, that will be responsive and that you'll see some of that collapsing action going on. So when a person would be on a, a tablet or on a mobile device or an iPhone or small phone, uh, smartphone, not small phone, but yeah, they are smaller than the iPad, you would see how the information is collapsed, but still easy to read and understand. Well, I guess the information could still be hard to understand, but at least it's in a nice structured format where you can actually read it and hopefully find the sections of the web page that you want. So that's my first pro pointer for today is checking out a responsive theme. Now, I also need to mention that a lot of websites actually have a separate section that they will send you to for mobile devices. So you might see some websites when you're on your phone, it'll say m dot, you know, the website name dot com instead of just the website name dot com, or it'll say mobile dot, you know, website name dot com, whatever. Basically, they have put in a certain design structure for mobile devices that sort of, in a, in a sense, is redirecting you to a certain aspect of their website. That so, if in those cases, you probably won't see that responsive you know, action going on if you start, you know, narrowing your web browser. But a lot of the, anyways, the WordPress responsive themes, you will see that happening. So just know it's not completely foolproof. You can't go to any website and see what it would look like mobily necessarily. Okay, so the second thing that I wanted to share with you in the Pro Pointer today, you know, on this whole thing of themes, I just really wanted to be able to share several different useful sites for you. And uh, one would be, well, I use Photoshop for all my photo editing. Absolutely love Adobe Photoshop. If you can get it, great. There is a Photoshop Elements, which is another you know great program as far as what I hear. I haven't gotten to use it myself, but I've always used the full version. So that's what I use, and I'm on a PC computer. And so, uh, yeah, I'll just leave that at that. Uh, but I'm happy with it and if you so that's definitely a paid product if you wanted a free product though especially if you're getting started just wanted something that you can do some basic edits of images or photos there's one that's really great it's called GIMP and while the name might not seem real exciting that's what it's called and it is free and it's very much like Photoshop and so you can find that at GIMP.org G-I-M-P dot O-R-G to access that free tool. Now for stock photographs, that's another thing I wanted to share with you. 
One that I really like is Shutterstock.com, just Shutterstock.com, and that is a a paid website where you can pay a certain amount each month to get access to photos, and you can also do just pay for one-off photos if you need them. Now, a secondary option to paying for photos as a service like on Shutterstock would be actually it's stock exchange and it, that's at sxc.hu so sxc.hu and they offer free images that you can use i think you need to actually sign up for a free account to get access to them but they're still free images and it at the very least you may just need to cite who the photographer was for example or who the author or owner of that image is on your site and if you go on there you can see some of the copyright rules but definitely you know the images there you can use as as featured images for your blog posts you could probably incorporate it into header images or you know add images on your site but definitely always read what the what the rules are there for that particular image that you would be looking at there just to make sure you're keeping it on the up and up and if you need to cite the again the owner then you can do that but still a great resource if you want able to pay for every image that you put on your website and then finally all sorts of pro pointers today it would be to an easy way to create a mock-up of your website now mock-up would be just you know to sort of create a, a layout a rough layout or sketch of what you might want Believe it or not, you can use something like PowerPoint if you're on a PC or, or I guess on a Mac, you can use PowerPoint or something called Keynote. Uh, for a lot of you Apple people, you're familiar with Keynote. You know, you can just go in there and create a couple different blocks, color blocks and start laying things out if there's sort of a, diff a style that you want. You know, for someone just starting out, it might be, you know, a lot of extra effort to do that. You know, you might be better off just going to different sites that you like and say, okay, here's my top five. Let's see if I can find a theme that matches that. That's probably what I would suggest. But the other thing you can do with PowerPoint and Keynote is actually create images. We were just talking about, okay, you can use Photoshop or GIMP to edit images. You can get use one of the stock photo sites to get images, but you can also create your own, you know, through something like Keynote. Pull together a couple of the different features that they have in there for adding drop shadows or, you know, rounded edges or whatever you want probably even some stock images that you would have within the software and then go ahead and export it as a JPEG or you know a JPG file and you could use that in your website so just you know another another thing to keep in mind that there are different ways that you can get images that you can use for your website in different ways that you can do it with software that you already have or you know free services that are available online those are definitely not all the options that you have, but those are a few that I have that, uh, that I've used and that I would definitely recommend. So that wraps it up for this episode of Building a Website Pro. If you are at all interested in hearing from me on occasion on what's happening in WordPress or actionable info for your website, tips, tricks, lessons that I've learned the hard way that you shouldn't have to also in the hard way, and much more, check out goprogift.com and as I mentioned before that'll refer you to a page on building a website pro that uh, offers you my free ebook seven, uh, seven important things you need to consider when building a website 
And then you also go on my email newsletter where I can share all those exciting WordPress updates and tips, tricks, things you can use for your website. If you're interested, check it out, goprogift.com. You can also find the show notes for this show and every other show at buildingwebsitepro.com and forward slash the number of that episode. And this is number seven or 007, but just type in seven. You can leave comments in iTunes for me. Yes. If you have a minute, you don't understand how much I'd appreciate it to go into iTunes and to you know, leave a rating and uh, you know a comment in there about the show. Hopefully you're liking what you've heard so far and it's only going to get better from here. You know, it's uh, definitely a lot of room for improvement, but I, you know, I'm just getting it out there and I, you know, want to help as many people as I can with the information that I, that I can. We're going to cover so many different topics in the future and I'm definitely looking forward to, to getting beyond a lot of the, just the how-to stuff. But this is real important foundational stuff in my opinion, you know, getting in there and doing some of these basic things that a lot of times people don't talk about. And also keep in mind that I'll be creating a lot of different videos for all the things I've already discussed in the podcast. But I also know sometimes it's nice just to be able to listen to something if you're driving in the car. So even though some of it might not be as conducive to to audio only as, you know, as other things, I still want to just kind of get it out there for you. All that to say is that if you do have a minute or to go into iTunes, I really do sincerely appreciate for you to take the time to do that. And it helps just let others know about the show and keeps the show out there a little bit more so that uh, people can find it and others that who may be looking for the same information that you are in learning WordPress and website design and that sort of thing, that they can find it as well. So thank you so much for doing that. Now in the next episode, we will be discussing all sorts of things revolving around WordPress plugins. We discussed a lot on themes, and I'm sure we'll revisit that again in the future. But the next one will be on plugins, which is also another huge aspect of WordPress. All the different functionality, function adding pieces that you can do in your website. So you don't definitely want to check that one out coming up in Podcast 8. So thank you so much for joining me in this episode of Building a Website Pro. I do sincerely appreciate you taking the time to be here, and I wish you all the best in your web success. Bye-bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Building a Website Pro podcast at buildingawebsitepro.com.